What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Crypto Brew Show, where we are drinking brews and talking about it. It is August 14th, 2018, and we got a great show for you, so let's just hop right into it. Oaks, how you doing out there, man? I am great, Charlie. Just uh, drinking the beer of the week, Hukaitis, uh, but I call it Coitus because it's a beer of making babies. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Jojo, how you doing out there? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, drinking uh, the old standby here, Rolling Rock. Um, good go-to, and uh, I'm just ready to get this show going. Let's have fun, guys. Yeah, and Ron, how you doing out there? What up, crypto world? I'm drinking uh, Summer Honey from Big Sky Brewing out of Montana. It is loaded for bear. Good nice. stuff. Let's have a great show, guys. Do it. Do it. Absolutely. And I am over here drinking an Italian staple, uh, Paroni. I will take it. I will take it. Alrighty. Let's go ahead and jump right into our disclaimer. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Brew Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Hashtag Nafamu, not a financial advisor. My own opinion, you'll hear that plenty on the show. And of course, hashtag BYOB, we did, did you? Moving to the state of the market, Oaks, I believe you have something to say about that. Yeah, absolutely, guys. So we're looking at a global market cap of $199 billion, 24-hour oh! volume at $15.4 billion, and a BTC dominance above 50, set that 53.5%. Who would have thought that would have happened? All right, sitting at number one, of course, is Bitcoin, 6,197. It is uh, down 8.4% on the seven-day. Sitting at number two, we got Ethereum, 278. It is down at 27%. Number three is Ripple at 27 cents, down 27% as well. Number four, Bitcoin Cash, $509, down 23%. Number five, EOS, it is sitting at $4.58, and it is down 30%. Ouch. And finally, rounding it out, we have Stellar sitting at 21 cents, down 5.45%. Charlie? Hurts. That hurts. It's been a rough week, man. Sea of red, man. All righty, moving on to the uh, courtesy of BitScreener, our gainers and losers in the last 24 hours. JoJo, uh, what's it look like out there? All right, guys. So at the top of the charts on the gainers list, um, you know, this coin right here, 10X, something we've taken an eye on, uh, keep kept our eyes on in a, a long time. And you know what? Where the market's at, you could potentially 10X yourself. So... Here's, oh, that, here's that staple right there, uh, up 25.58%. Uh, uh, and right behind that is uh, gross, Grostal Coin, uh, up 18.85%. And then following that, we have Aston, up 16.78%. Uh, and then our losers, we have Aurora, uh, down 38.97%. Odom, down 25.53%. And uh, CoinDash uh, down its average of 21.87%. Uh, it's interesting to see uh, 10x up there. I wonder if that has anything to do with um, a new coin mar or coin checkup list their all time high at like $68. And I don't remember 10x ever being at $68. And it just makes it seem like it's down a lot more percentage than a lot of the other ones. 
But I mean, I love 10X, so it is what it is. Hashtag Nafamu. And I need to ask you, Joe, is this the Aurora Dow Aurora the same thing, or is this a different Aurora? No, this one's a, this one's a different one. Okay. If uh, if my girl was up there, I would be crying right now. <laughs> hey, uh, sometimes you like when the girls are up there. All right, moving on. Coin uh, crypto heat map here. Uh, red, 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 red. We just transitioned into the next day uh, for the market, and we are red. So there's that. All right, guys. Red rum. Red rum. Market news headliners. Our first headline today is the Turkish lira collapse sees media highlight Bitcoin's relative stability. Hmm, interesting. This one comes from Coin Telegraph. Uh, pretty interesting article here, Jojo. What do you What do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, I think as far as it's concerned, this is uh, just kind of one of those first things that is kind of the first step in understanding the volatility of not only just cryptocurrency, but currency in general. And uh, for those that don't have the powers that be that manipulate those markets to control those currencies, things like this can happen. Um, you know, this was um, something that just occurred and um, it's actually helping Bitcoin out because they're utilizing Bitcoin out there and it's actually a lot more stable than their currency, uh, which I think is great stuff. The only thing that um, I kind of um, seen from this article is the arbitrage of uh, opportunities. And that's just um, the fact that over there in those exchanges, Bitcoin could be higher and in Coinbase, uh, you know, here in the United States, Bitcoin could be lower. So it may be an opportunity for people to do that. And I just wanted to see what you guys thought about how that was going to impact the market. You know, I mean, as far as I know, even in China, right? If, if you want to access a decentralized exchange, even a centralized exchange that doesn't require a, a KYC, I mean, you could get away with it if you really wanted to buy some Bitcoin at a fair market price. I don't know what Turkey's policies are regarding that. But I mean, the, the kind of beautiful thing about crypto is like we get to decide what the price is, what's a fair market value. And like, you know, right now we're all in red. That's because nobody wants to buy crypto right now because so many people got burned, you know, five months ago. So, I mean, that, that's just how the market is. And I mean, I don't see Turkey being, especially with their economy and their Lyra being like it is, if they frown upon crypto. I mean, that, that tells you right there that there's a problem, a systemic problem from at a governmental level. Yeah, absolutely. Oaks, what do you got on this one? Man, so honestly, I had no idea that the, I mean, the thought of, you know, fiat money is that it's supposed to be stable and it's supposed to be, you know, that's where, that, that's value. Um, and to me, knowing that fiat is as violent, volatile as cryptocurrency, I never even thought that that was the thing until I started kind of, I read this article and researched a little more that like, our money is almost backed by nothing. It's just, it's what no, we... not almost. It isn't backed yeah. by anything. <laughs> so it's like, holy, holy, it's like, why, how do you, you know, and then, and then it had that it happens under government control is another thing. Like, so your own fiat, like one day you can buy a piece of bread for a dollar. The next day you go in and $5 is now the worth of that bread because it just, it's so volatile. I couldn't imagine 
It's just crazy. Can you, well, uh, yeah. at least the uh, the the good thing is if the uh, if the dollar goes to nothing, it's made out of cotton, so we could sew it together and make clothes. <laughs> Boom. There is Actually, that. Actually, that's that's against federal law, but but good thinking. <laughs> I just want to say, like for for those you know, the majority of us, like we think of Turkey as a lower level country, so to speak. This has happened to the U.S. dollar in the past. Don't don't fool yourselves and think that. You know, we're immune to something like this. It has happened before. It can happen again. No, you're uh, you're absolutely right there. And like uh, we said, I mean, yeah, our uh, U.S. dollar, the currency, used to be backed by gold, but that hasn't happened in how many years? So it's it certainly could happen here, and it's interesting to see. I'm actually just happy that now we won't have to answer to those people that always are trying to get into crypto or at least you're trying to convince to get into crypto. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's too volatile, too volatile. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? It's more stable than, you know, the Turkish Lyra. Now I got an argument. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Moving on to our next article here. In rare decision, ICO founders will delay crypto paydays for a decade, 10 years hot yes dang now this one this ico is a nebulas uh nas is their ticker symbol a fairly prominent in the top 100 cryptos and it's a it's a pretty interesting project Rowan, you want to tell us a little bit more about what the heck nebulas is yes all right first of all i love their name because of what their product is so they are shooting to be the google of blockchain and that has many different uh, aspects and forks to it. But uh, one component of it is like, you know, searching. So if you need to search for a certain transaction on Ethereum to match it up with some cross-transaction cross that happened on WanChain, Nebulous is trying to do that. Um, and that's just one small aspect of it. But, I mean, a lot of ICOs right now, they are, they are like, you know, losing... They, they might be down to, you know, down 90%, just like the market in what they raised. So, and of course, that would be highly irresponsible and terrible management of financial management on their part. But obviously, Nebulous is managed right. And obviously, they're, they're focused on creating, not on putting money in their pockets. Yeah. Blockchain. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right and it's very rare to see like you you see some ICOs and some companies out there like, "All right, we'll we'll lock it up for 6 months. We'll lock it up for a year." But the fact that they're just they're committed and they're saying, "Hey, 20% of all the funds and all for all of us are locked up for a decade because we want to focus on the technicals. We want to focus on the app where we're not worried about the money. We're we're more focused on the vision of what blockchain can be and what we can do with it. That is very refreshing in a space filled with scams uh, and all that stuff. So, Jojo, what are your what are your thoughts on that? I think also it just kind of preaches about the stability in their product because they have a prominent financial backing and a financial plan in place, and I, you can see that by them doing this for a decade because they know that all right, well, they've got enough to pay for their operating costs. They've got enough to pay for uh, their labor. They've got enough to pay their programmers and everything else, right? And the fact that they're willing to leave that in there 
just speaks huge in the amount of like societal impact that I hope that Nebulous brings to the market because if you know, you, you know they're in it for the long haul and uh, you know we said it here time and time again here to stay and that's what Nebulous is so uh, I like I like what I hear and Oaks what do you what do you think about it man so my my thing on Nebulous is like I love the fact that they're betting on themselves and they are just like all right we're locking it away we we know what we have is going to be good. And the fact that they have 6,000 uh, dApps already on the blockchain to date um, is something that's, you know, they are obviously just technical vision, straightforward. This is what we're doing, and we're going to put all our effort into this. The hell with the profit. Doesn't matter if our, you know, if cryptocurrency just skyrockets out of this bubble or whatever and goes past where we were a year ago. They're in it for the long haul. They know that they want, they have a vision, and they're going to get there. Uh, and I love that they're betting on themselves. And I think that just needs to be a blanket just kind of in this in the scope. Make me trust that you're going to be working on the project, not just going to take my money and run. Right. And I think you know what? It, and go ahead. Run. If you're not going to take our word for it, look at the picture we have here of, of the team. The guy on the far left is wearing a turtleneck and a sport coat. <laughs> That's how you know the dude doesn't give a shit about anything except his work. Right. <laughs> You're, you're, you may not be wrong there. I think a big thing that Oak said was that they have 6,900 dApps already built on the blockchain. And I think this kind of goes understated a lot. Yes, the market is looking like poop right now. But there's so many things still continuing to happen in the background that no one's realizing if you don't if you're not into crypto that much you don't realize all you all you see is the price you don't see if you don't do your own research you don't see what's happening in the background you don't see the developments that are happening you don't see the breakthroughs that are happening things are happening in the background just because the prices are going down does not mean anything this actually gives developers and companies and uh you know blockchains like this a chance to instead of answering the question that all the newbies have when moon when we go into the moon they could you know focus on the real shit and it's that's also like. black friday in the market i mean <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong there are plenty of sales out there hashtag nefamu all right guys nebulas check it out if you haven't they are uh you know who knows they got they're doing something right we'll say that we will say that Moving on to our next article here. Tether transfers 50 million to Bitfinex. Community screams manipulation. That may be manipulation. I don't know. I feel like I already know the answer, but maybe our viewers don't. How does everybody feel about Tether, Oaks? Man, it's just another just cloud of smoke in front of your face just to you know just be able to see straight through that tether is yet again again i don't know this for sure but to me i'm out i'm not doing it i'm staying away from it they're manipulating the market yet again and finally i mean i don't remember seeing the article like days after or even hours after it happened so finally i think they found a way to like track them doing this or like there's people actually watching enough people so yeah, tether. I'm out. We need, we need a you know a transparent, stable coin that shows us exactly how they're making it stable. I think they definitely. I think I think on the on their website they actually let you know when they're when they're throwing out the the funds. 
Uh, however, luckily for us, we have uh, talked about uh, stable coins, and I believe we had a, a distilled thoughts all about stable coins. So luckily, we don't have to rely on just Tether like we had to in the past. But go ahead, Jojo. Yeah, I mean, uh, I couldn't agree more with you guys. And yeah, that's exactly um, what I was thinking is we did have a distilled thoughts. And uh, for you guys out there that are listening or watching, it was about three weeks ago. So go back and check it out. It's uh, called Stable Coins, Coin Coinbase Editions, and uh, Bitcoin ETF. So uh, check that one out. But yeah, there are so many better um, Tether-related project projects, like with stable coins out there that seeing this, I don't even care about it anymore, right? Because, you know, for those of you that have seen those flags, like Roan has said time and time again, it's a flag, it's a flag. You might as well just not even be there anymore. That, that's fair. And I'm, I'm going to... That's a move. Let, let me, I just want to break it down for the listeners and watchers here. Tether is Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> you know, he says he's, he says he's a great quarterback. He can throw that ball, laser it in. He said he can throw it to the moon. We don't know if he can or can't do it because he never has shown us. He just says he can. So that is Tether. It's, it's freaking Uncle Rico, all right? Aphromu. Careful what you do with your money. How much you want to bet? I can back to back one tether to one dollar. <laughs> well, again, yeah, it was a great uh, analogy there. You are absolutely right. Uh, they have not produced any legit audits. They have not. They aren't transparent. We don't have no idea if they have the money that they say they do. And again, I would like to remind everyone that on their website, it literally states that your tethers are worth nothing and they cannot be exchanged for anything so just keep that in mind there are better options people better options go check out our stable coins episode i will link it right now just a question for you viewers if you, when you go watch the video your question of is there is it a reliable or is it needed in this space will be answered there you go you're you're right you're right you're right all right, moving on. How capitalist utopia became everyone else's dystopia. This one comes from Medium. This is a very interesting article. We're going to talk about a couple of graphs on the screen. I apologize for our listeners, but Roan, what are your thoughts on these? Maybe you want to explain the graphs a little bit so that uh, any of our listeners know what the heck we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So you should go read this article whether you're into crypto, wanting to get into crypto, or trying to get out of crypto, or you just like beer, you should, you should go read this article <laughs> because it, it lines up and explains with the real statistics about what is wrong with the current form of capitalism in the United States. So, it, and, it, and it addresses some very specific things like uh, income. So in the last 30 years, what, what has happened to income, right? Um, and that's one of the graphs. And basically it shows that economically inequality is growing uh, and the rate at which it's growing is also increasing. And, and, and it also like compares it to, to Europe, to Western Europe. 
And what you're going to find is it might shake what you th- what you think you know about America and our economy. You're uh, you're absolutely right there. And as he was as Ron was stating there, we have the top one percent versus the bottom fifty percent in national income shares, the U.S. versus Western Europe, and the top one percent have completely gone up as the bottom 50% has been on a complete downslide. And for Western Europe, it is pretty much the exact opposite. The lines are essentially parallel. Um, But yeah, definitely uh, check out our video, and we will link this article in the comments uh, in the section down below so you guys can take a look. But it is very interesting. And if you're, you're wondering what this has to do with cryptocurrency, well, this is kind of why we're all in cryptocurrency but jojo what what you got just to uh kind of like pull out a devil's advocate based upon that graph there um which graph is talking about the u.s graph okay is there any correlation between the dot-com bubble and the change in uh the correlation versus the top one percent and the bottom fifty percent oh here, here you go. I got your answer for that. Now, why wasn't why weren't the middle class invited to invest in uh, the dot com bubble? Because only accredited investors, people who are already rich, could invest in venture capital. So that that there you go. I mean, that you're probably right. That's exactly what that was. Is people who are already rich investing in uh, the dot com era companies? And guess what happened? They got even richer. And that's the American story in the last 30 years. And by the way, the middle class, this article addresses it, is not only declining, but so is the, the, the income level. So is the lower class income level is also declining. It's kind of sickening. It, I, I don't know, man. It's just, just read the article. It, it really is sickening. The, the fact that, you know, you have families, there's far too often happens where, like, they do great work. They work, you know, they're, they work their heart out for these companies. I think they care. And they get to a point where they the company said, this is the max that we'll pay you. We don't care how good you are at it. Um, you can have a four-year degree. You can have a PhD, but this is the max we're going to pay for it because this is the value that we put on that position. And if we go get somebody else that can do it for more less, then we're going to just do that. We're going to chop you right out give you a severance package, get you out of here. That way we don't have to pay you as much. And that in turn makes the CEO look better because he's cutting costs throughout the company. And then he is getting paid more companies making more. And that's kind of the difference with the top 1% is continuously growing and the bottom 50% is just continually declining. I'm going to, I want to play devil's advocate on that one. I think that, I mean, yes, you're right in that sense. I mean, people, will de- uh, CEOs will definitely go out third, third world countries and, and grab cheaper people but also that should be a challenge to that person to continue learning and continually getting better at what they do although with that being said i'm kind of at the same time i mean you could sit there and have a job and say let's just say you get paid exactly as much as you ever will need and you're completely happy and you're happy in your job happy with your pay and in 10 years because of the U.S. just printing money all willy-nilly backed by absolutely nothing besides the government's trust because we got to trust our government, right? So that in 10 years, 
that pay is not going to be worth the same pay that it is now because of inflation. Okay. No, you're right. You're right. Let, let's let's bring this back into specifically into crypto. Right. So what what does crypto afford us in relation to this article? For the first time ever, the average Joe, if you will, sorry, can Joe, invest in hey. the a dot com like technology that that it, it will it, it's going to touch every aspect of our economy and our technology. It's going to happen. Okay. And for the first time ever, we can get involved and we don't have to jump through hoops either. We don't have to go through a bank. We don't have to go through the government. We can just log into a website and do it. So what crypto does is it offers us a chance to to, you know, change the course of that graph, if you will. To break through, to become our own generation. And that kind of goes to last week's episode. If you saw it, are we the generation of crypto? To make America great again. Crypto. Hey, make the world great again. To be able to break through that barrier of just, like you said, of America, just like not being able to do that in the dot-com bubble, uh, make the rich keep getting richer. This gives us the opportunity to, you know, middle class, just be able to just jump right in without having to jump through any hoops. You just log on to a website and do it. All right. So let's uh, let's just all take a toast right here to if we are in that top 1% one day, we're going to give back and we're going to make that balance of power go back to normal. That's right, man. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. And actually, that gave me a great uh, Distilled Thoughts episode idea. I think there's a lot of good things happening uh, as far as the blockchain space is concerned for kind of banking the unbanked people in third world countries that don't have access to banks. Uh, There are a lot of uh, projects out there that are trying to get them involved and just having their, you know, cattle or you, their crops tokenized in a in a way where they can, you know, just make it beneficial to them and actually have an income without having to worry about a bank or the government controlling our money. So that is great. Definitely go check out the article. We will link it below. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one here. I believe this is our last one. This one comes from Utility Drive. Aussie apartments use blockchain energy trading to shield residents from price spikes. Here is another great case for blockchain utilization. Uh, We've talked on the last couple episodes about just how we, how the best way to use blockchain would be. There's a lot of companies out there and ICOs that are trying to just put blockchain in their name even though it might not be the best use case you might not even need a blockchain they're just saying hey we got a blockchain Um, but something like power and electricity there are already use cases out there that have been that are being shown and uh i'm gonna let you start with this oaks because i know uh power ledger is mentioned this is this is my my uh, this is my babe. This is my my favorite, probably my favorite cryptocurrency out there. Just company alone, Power Ledger. What they're doing is showing that the use case of what, like, like you said, the use case is phenomenal. You you know, through solar power, you create your own energy, and you get off the government back, where the you know the energy companies back, and you be able to, you're able to make your own money via sharing your energy. Say you you know only run your lights and your Wi-Fi, you go on vacation, you only use let's say 100 kilowatts an hour for that whole month. 
which would be amazing. Anyways, um, and then your neighbor next door has several parties while you're gone. So they're going to use a bunch of energy. And so you have a bunch of stored up energy you're going to do nothing with. You can sell it to your next door neighbor for whatever price you want to sell it for. And then they use that energy. And then it's also clean for the environment or cleaner. And it's, you know, it's awesome. So the idea what they're doing here is amazing. Uh, and a great use case, uh, whether or not they need the blockchain for it, who cares? They are. They're on the blockchain. So Power Ledger for the win. Go check them out. This is a great. It's great. Jojo, what you got? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, exactly what Oaks was saying. I think this is a great move for um, the total utilization of blockchain because it is being utilized in a valuable societal um, sort of way. It's actually collecting and renewing those resources to hold on to them for a longer period of time instead of just wasting them, right? And um, I think this is awesome. Um, and for those folks out there, Good on you, and uh, for the folks here, Grid Plus, come on, figure it out. <laughs> and uh, Grid before Plus, be, yeah, I'm gonna, brought that up. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna jump to you here in a second, Ron. Uh, I just want to, I mean, as far as uh, Oaks was saying about whether or not they need the blockchain, I think that kind of goes back to the whole tokenization of things, um, being able to tokenize energy. And make it, I mean, it's not a tangible asset, but to make it a token in a way where you could exchange it from one person to another, utilizing a blockchain and being secure and not having to worry about the government or anybody else in that regard is definitely a reason why energy needs to be on the blockchain and uh, what they're doing is uh, really well. Um are really good but i believe if any but no one else has anything to talk about this article i mean hey i would love to pay my power in uh in crypto i just want to say if you could democratize energy that would be that would literally be the biggest like technological advance in modern history yep, yep. and think the thing about power ledger is they're they're not just working in australia they've actually made gotten a contract i don't remember where i apologize for not having this but uh somewhere here in america they've they have a they have a contract in the works with a government here um to get things started um in order to move in the right direction to start doing things here and in other countries so it's a good this is a great stepping stone to show that it actually is working um in a community Actually, I have a, a quick question to any of you that want to answer over there. Um, I know there's a lot of a lot of talk about Bitcoin and their proof of work algorithm using too much energy, and I know there's a lot of cryptos out there that are trying to fix that in a way to where they use the excess energy of say solar panels or a solar farm out in nowhere land where they have excess energy and they're trying to use that to mine Bitcoin. So they're not necessarily wasting energy. They're just utilizing the excess energy really quickly. What are you guys thoughts on the Bitcoin wasting too much energy that the media likes to portray all the time? Oaks, we'll start with you. Um, I mean, it is, uh, I would say it's a problem in the sense of, you know, 
I don't want this earth, and I don't want to get into this whole tangent, but I don't want this earth to be torn to shit because of what we do, um, because of our energy and our waste and all of the, all the just negative impacts we have done on the climate. But anyways, regardless of that, I think it would be a perfect idea to use all this excess energy to maybe have like a, a Bitcoin mining facility that's in your town and you can use your excess energy that just pumps there. They pay you for it. And, you know, it's all being used off of excess and that would, true that true that uh joe real quick yeah i mean i think um just the major facet there is just like oak said he actually said that you could actually get your uh bitcoin back for your unused energy i you know i want to challenge um challenge those energy providers and challenge power ledger grid plus all of them if there's a way to make this happen and we can reuse that energy why not go ahead and reuse it and then uh, light up Africa or light up um, some of those third world countries that don't have energy and use that energy there, you know? There you I go. think we can make it happen. I like it. And Ron, any last thoughts? Yeah, man, just, just real quick, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say uh, climate change and global warming was invented by Al Gore and Osama bin Laden to destroy freedom and America and outlaw fireworks. Thank you for that invaluable insight there, Roan. All righty, moving on to our beer of the week. I ain't going to say nothing about this because I know Oaks is drinking it and he's got all the dirty deets. Man, okay, so this is Kokaitis. Uh, this is from Martin House Brewing here in my local area, all of our local area. Uh, other than Roan. Roan is not here right now, but he knows his local hey area. don't tell people where we live <laughs> it is a rye whiskey barrel aged imperial stout with cacao nibs i don't know what cacao nibs Them but nibs. i think they're uh, i think they're they're doing me in this is a 13.8 percent alcohol this is a man beer right here you can definitely taste that it is an age in a rye whiskey barrel i am enjoying it so i gave it a four out of five hops and the only reason it didn't get five is because, unfortunately, it is so much flavor and dark that it's just a one and done. This isn't something you can just drink all night with your friends. And if you can, more power to you, Russia. Good good on you. All right. I can't drink that much of this in one night. Uh, but it does come in a two-pack like this. It is a very cool box. I'm actually going to keep this. Um, and it is great. I like it. I like it. Wait, show me that box one more time. Oops, sorry, uh, listeners. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I uh, I like it. I didn't get to try it, but uh, Jojo, did you happen to try the the coitus? <laughs> it is a rich, decadent flavor in your mouth, and it just subtly goes down so smoothly. Nice, I like it. And then- it is it is really smooth. And one thing that. Uh, Joe brought to my attention. I went to his birthday party, by the way. Happy late birthday. Um, this would be an amazing beer to have a beer float. Uh, just a scoop of ice cream. And if you're you know, a sweet tooth like me, it would be an amazing beer float. Get, get drunk and get your sweets. Put that in the King's Cup. That's what that's oh, God. Uh, I do think you have to apologize uh, to some of the beer drinking women out there for calling it a man beer, though. So, you know, just saying. This is 2018. I'm allowed to say what I want. Dude, dude, all, all those, all those women, if, 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 
Go for it. Go. All right. Oh my God! All right. Anyway, Kaidas, Kaidas, Martin House, we need your uh, input, please. All righty. Moving on to question of last week. It was excluding Bitcoin in the top six. Which will have the best week? Roan had Bitcoin Cash. Oaks had Ethereum, and I had Stellar. Ethereum was down twenty six percent. Bitcoin Cash was down 22%. Uh, hey, would you look at that? Stellar only down 4% in the last week. Let's go. I would like to say, as that always. A, that's a rolling rock. <laughs> I would like to say, as always, but you know. Got it. Let's go. Virtual brew. I'm going to die from all these virtual brews I had to drink, you guys. You guys need to step up your game. Just saying. Hey, you don't have to drink them all. Hey, peer pressure is not okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, order some, you know, dark virtual brews because these light virtual brews are just, I need a little, uh, you know, since I'm getting so many, I just need, need a, a little. You need a little trip to Flavortown? Yeah, yeah, have you, yeah. Have you broken the seal yet? Did you break the seal already? No, no, no. Not yet. I'm, trying, I'm trying to hold that one. Oh, that's good. I, yeah. yeah I'll be, I'm going to be peeing for days. All right. Anyway. You, you can't do the dark ones, man, because then you're one and done. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, question of this week: What will be the price of Ethereum in the next seven days? There's a lot of stuff going down in the market if you've been paying attention. So uh, you know what? Just for the sake of everyone, I'm gonna go first real quick and say, let's go with uh, two. Thirty-one. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Joe, or ah, I don't know. Run, go, go, go. Give me a uh, two twenty-one. Okay. And Joe, I'll take a uh, two seventeen. Oh damn! Stokes. <laughs> the negative. All right. So uh, I guess we haven't found the bottom, but Nafumu, <laughs> everyone here doesn't think we found the bottom. I'm gonna go with we found the bottom, so I'm gonna go with 290. <coughs> I, did not, I, did, I did not mean to cough right there, but it worked. All right, anyway, so uh, yeah, all right, like it. Uh, let us know your answer in the comments down below, and if anyone answers on our video, we will showcase them with their own slide. Woo! Let's go. Comment below. Show points. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna throw out five. Roan was only giving out two last week. I'm giving out five crypto brew show points. Oh, right? we're getting serious now. We're gonna need the our own. The ones I gave out were first the first minted crypto brew show <laughs> points. We're gonna. They're, they are more valuable than anything you could throw out. Hey, hey, you forgot the the founders crypto brew show points. We're locking them suckers up for 15 years. That's right, Nebulous. Hey, 15. Yeah. There you go. We're looking for the long haul. <laughs> All right, guys, go ahead and let us know your answers down below. That is our show for this week. Oaks, any last-minute uh, comments or thoughts? Man, go out there and get you some coitus, all right? It makes you feel better. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. JoJo? Just bear with it, guys. Remember why you got involved. Societal impact. That's what blockchain's going to bring us. Hoddle. Hoddle. 
Stay bold and keep them cool, guys. That means uh, hold on for dear life for anyone that doesn't know. But run, run, what you got? Guys, now is the time to pick the projects you love and decide if you want to be a part of their future. All right. Pay attention. Do your research. Nafamu. We'll see y'all next week. You right. You right. There you go. Hashtag Nafamu. This has been the Crypto Brew Show. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe below for more show. We will see you next week. Cheers. Peace.